Hey, this is Matthew Lindley, and this is That Much Further West podcast.
Welcome back into That Much Further West. I'm Eric. I'm Mike. And I'm Phil. And you just heard a song from Matthew Lindley, who is sitting in with us. How are you, sir? I'm well. How are you doing? Good. Good. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. <laughs> and welcome <laughs> we, back to the we helm. We made it. Yeah. yeah we made, back to made it back to the helm. <laughs> yeah, yes. we made it back. Everybody survived the holidays. Yes. I do have to say that you were one of my favorite guests in 2016, for sure. Yeah? Yeah, you were full of energy. It was a lot of fun. I actually went back and listened to that podcast, which never fucking happens. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was a fun night. Yeah, it was a good time. We're happy to have you back, Matt. Thanks for doing this. I had myself twisted up like a pretzel that do, night. Do you so. think we can get that <laughs> twisted again? I was thinking the same thing. Oh, man. You're going a little easier this time? You're going a little easier. Well, once we're done with the podcast, boom. I when 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 big things are going on, I have a tendency to fall into my nerves a little bit, mm. and then drink my nerves a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good thing there's plenty of whiskey here to drink yeah, your nerves away. There's a fair bit. Yeah. Ages ago, I used to be the same way. I'd get on stage and be like, "Oh, I got a show. Get a couple drinks of me." Then I get up there and be like, "I realized the drunken driving thing is the same with drums. Like, <laughs> oh, I missed a beat there. Right? Didn't my, make the corner. My whole thing is the adrenaline is real. Ah." So it's really rushing through. It's more like as soon as the last note of a set hits, that's when all the alcohol kicks in. And then it's like, oh, no. (laughs) Water in a sandwich. (laughs) Please. It's actually a funny story because we were, the last time I was on the podcast with you guys was right before we put out Late Bloomer and we were going to have the CD release party. So we get the CD release party and a friend of mine, as soon as we got to Secret Society, some friends of mine that showed up at the show bought me a pint. And a shot. And so I have that, and I'm, I'm walking around. I'm greeting people and saying hi. And uh, I'd had a minor meltdown during uh, during soundcheck. And uh, <laughs> Wilson, our bass player, just walked up and goes, I it's I totally expected that to happen, and that's fine. How many of those are you going to have? Because... <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is, I know you want this night to go well, and I know what you do yeah. when you're nervous about a show. He's drink checking you. I'm like, fair, fair point. Yeah, 10 for yeah. That's a good friend, buddy. You mean, besides the first seven I had, I'm not taking any more. I'm anymore. not having yeah, any I'm more until we play. <laughs> <laughs> what pants? That's fine. I don't need pants. Nobody needs pants. I hope he tells me to burn my pants. <laughs> Sorry, obscure Simpsons references. Hey, uh, I'd like to sidetrack real quick. Oh, no. Hey, uh, I'd like to... Uh, we have a new sound engineer on the team. Hooray. Uh, we're starting off fresh, 2018, uh, with Rich Westblatt, who's been a... Uh, a guest. A guest, a... Staunch supporter. Staunch supporter. A frequent a visitor. Frequent visitor to the Snuggle house. bug. Yes. Pal. <laughs> Drinking buddy. <laughs> right, that, we planned that perfectly. Yeah, but anyways, so he, 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 but he does have the "fuck you" button. So, yeah. he, so anyways, he's trying to help us big dummies trying to make this thing be better, and we couldn't be more appreciative of him being here. Uh, so, you, welcome to the team, Rich. We're, yes. we're really pleased. Welcome. Thank you. So, thank you for that. Yeah, and um, yeah, starting the new year after kind of a, a slow 2017. But what about you, Matt? How was your 2017? Um, you know, it was it was pretty busy for the first half of it. Uh, we put the record out in October <laughs> of 16, and we played pretty steady from then until about June, and then it was a slow two se- 2017. Back so, back half was kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
you know, I had played more shows right in a row than I had had in a long time. And, mm -hmm. and so when the, the chance for a bit of a summer break came, we took it. Uh, the, the, the intention being to write a bunch of new songs and then didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, definitely uh, starting to write again and working towards some new stuff in 2018 for sure. But uh, yeah, 17 was, was hot for the first half and then a little cold. Well, you're starting out hot this year <laughs> with a whole week at Al's Den. Uh, Very exciting. Uh, here in Portland, Oregon, USA. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, McMenamins has a really cool bar, a little speakeasy downtown right across the street from Jake's. Uh, and Matt is doing a whole week of whole evenings week, whole there. Whole week of evenings, yep. Now, what's, what are the dates on that, Matt? That is uh, Sunday, January 7th through Saturday the 13th. Right on. Uh, the Matthew Lindley Cavalcade of Stars. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And tell us uh, what you got planned for the week. Um, so the first four days are kind of going to be, each day is going to be focused on a different period of me making music, I guess. Uh, the, the opening night... Uh, I'm going to play an album in its entirety. The, the first four nights I'll play, or three of the first four nights I'll play an album that I've released in its entirety. The first night will be an album I put out in 2002 with a band called Matthew Lindley Mistake. Um, and my guest that night is a guy that at the time that I put that album out was in a band in Spokane called La Cha Cha. It was one of the best damn bands I've ever heard in my life. His name's Laren uh, Wolford. Uh, he happens to live here now, still making music, so... Cool. We're going to share a bill together for the first time in a really long time. So That's awesome. Super excited about that. Uh, the second night is, I'm jokingly called my B-Sides and Rarities Night, where I'm just going to try to pull a bunch of songs out of mothballs that never made it onto any of the records we've made, or, or maybe we don't even play live anymore. I'm going to try to relearn a couple tunes. And uh, joining me that night is a friend of mine, Amy Blue, local singer-songwriter, who's also from Spokane. Uh, and we moved to town roughly around the same time, so a lot of these songs lived around that time that I relocated to Portland about uh, 11, 12 years ago. Oh, cool. Tuesday night is uh, Paper Lion, uh, which was the first album I put out here in Portland. Uh, Phil, uh, favorite of That Much Further West podcast, as well as Patricia Rojas, will be uh, joining me that night. Wanted Phil to be a part of that night just because when we put that album out, I had initially asked Phil and the Lonesomes to perform on that CD release party, and they were unable to. But by the time we got to the CD release party, Phil had told everyone in town about our record. <laughs> and uh, uh, a lot of any success we've had within the Americana, country rock kind of community in this town had a lot to do with Phil stopping strangers on the street and handing them copies <laughs> of Paper Lion. So that's, to have Phil play that night is pretty nice. That's an exaggeration, <clears throat> though. I uh, I did go to your CD release that You night, did. And you handed me a copy of your record and said, can you get this to the guys at That Much Further West, which was the old internet <laughs> radio show. I oh, actually God, did. you're right. I did say that. I think I drove yeah. straight to the Hawthorne because Mike was still working there at the time. And mm -hmm. uh, and uh, you were working. I handed it to you. I think. I believe you did. Yeah, yeah. And the rest is history. There's a lot of whiskey. We've been buddies right? ever since. Yeah. There's a lot of whiskey back then. I can't remember a lot. <laughs> right on. There maybe will the not be a quiz later. Maybe the reason I got fired. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. We've always wondered, Mike. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, thank you, Matt. Yeah. Those are kind words, and uh, 
you know, anything that you've got here in town, it's <laughs> <laughs> on your own and on your talent, man. No doubt about it. So, um, but anyway, yeah. So the the night the the Wednesday night, I'll play the late Bloomer record, which we put out last year. Sure. Uh, and Johnny Keener, who produced that record, is going to play with me. Uh, and then we're doing a Springsteen night. Um, nice. And I'm going to play Nebraska from start to finish. Whoa. Uh, we're also going to have Jason Morgan. Uh, we're also going to have Rich West Blatt also in the room. Our producer. And uh, Jenny Taylor of um, Engineer. Stubborn Lovers mm-hmm. uh, with some guests with her as well. Is she from Jersey? She is indeed. Oh, there you go. Uh, I see the connection now. That connection happened because she saw I, my my profile picture on Facebook for over a year was me meeting the boss. And she was like, how the hell did you do? How did that happen? And I was like, I better ask her. We do this. And then... Um, Finish it off with a with a songwriter in the round night with uh, John Chevsky and Scott Jeffries with Wander Lodge as the openers that evening, and then a full band show on the Saturday to close it all out. Full band acoustic show with Perugia opening. So nice, pretty, a lot of heavy hitters. Pretty fun little week. Yeah, yeah. you got it mapped out, dude. That's yeah. awesome. It also sounds like you're gonna have to do a little work digging out some of those mothballs. A little right? bit. So you're gonna have to get prepped up. Got to relearn Nebraska all the way through. Yeah, again. I was gonna say right. Yeah, like you. <laughs> You've kind of put a challenge out on yeah. the plate for yourself, right? Yeah. The old stuff, a whole record, right? Yep. Like, you've got things going on. Mm-hmm. That that makes it really interesting. You could literally come every night and get a different show. Because a lot of people, you go, and you'll get the same songs if you go every night right. with different guests. Definitely. You're totally switching it up. Every set list will be different yeah, you're uh, gonna get every something. night. You know, there'll be three sets every night. I'll open each show with the record that night is with the exception of the Springsteen night, I'll open those first four nights with whatever the theme is. Yeah. Uh, give waiter in that second set to my guest. And then that third set is going to kind of be no holds barred awesome. and probably some collaborations with whoever's hanging out with me that evening. And that's awesome. <clears throat> maybe other special guests that want to show up and do one or two songs during some of those sets. Um, it'll be those third sets will be pretty loose the whole week. You, me, Shakers? Yeah. Thursday yeah. night behind one of his songs? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. We could totally get up there, dude. Shakers, like, I got to mix drinks. No. <laughs> I don't want to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sing Atlantic City, and Mike's going to make you a blue Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> right next to the stage, Mike's just... <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of jiggling, man. Just trying to innovate. Just yeah. trying to innovate. Yeah, you're doing it, man. Uh, that's going to be a great week, man. Well yeah, done, it should be bud. fun. That's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, now, if we may segue back to a little bit, you were talking about uh, Matt's year of mm-hmm. 2017. Yeah. Uh, did not Matthew pick a few his favorite songs of 2017? He did. Um, he, he picked a few. I asked uh, Matt if he would pick a few of his favorites from last year, and... Uh, um, one of the ones he picked was from the late volume two Chris Stapleton record. Um, yeah. Have you been listening to that quite a bit since it came I out? have been. Um, the reason I, and, and it's funny, I, I sent you the three songs I picked and I went back and listened to the records and was like, mm, maybe I need to call him. But the reason I picked this particular <laughs> one off uh, from room volume two is as brilliant as volume one and volume two are is this was the song that initially introduced me to Chris Stapleton when you're still in the Steel Drivers right. years back. Mm. Much different version than this, because mm-hmm. uh, that was a bluegrass band, but they oh, were yeah. on Conan when Conan was still on NBC. 
of all things, that far back. Oh. Uh, the Steel Dragon, I'm like, who the hell is this band? And this was very much that time where I was like, I don't think I want to play in this weird pop rock band anymore. I think when I moved to Portland, I want to make kind of, you know. That was an influence, that moment? Uh, that mo- Hearing the Steel Drivers, I was like, oh, those dudes are doing like rock and roll bluegrass. That's that's a thing you can do too. All right, cool. Awesome. And, and shit, listen to that guy's voice. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, right. And only, only to find out years later when I start digging on this guy named Chris Stapleton that that was the same guy. Yeah. So when I heard that he put a, a full-on rocked-up version of the track on uh, Volume 2 of From a Room, I was just like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Well, cool. Why don't we uh, spin that one? Here's uh, Midnight Train to Memphis by Chris Stapleton. <laughs>
Welcome back in. Great song choices, Matthew. Thank you. Great choices. Yeah, Tupelo from the latest from Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. 
I, which is one of the records of last year. It's still it's Nashville still not a happy song, but I, I feel like I picked the the least middle finger song on that entire album. There's a lot of kind it's of an angry reaction. album. <laughs> it's a big reaction to mm-hmm. to the late 2016, right around the time we were together last. Yeah, really. some shit went down <laughs> a little bit. We had Fernando <laughs> in after that. Oh geez, and he uh, he did that tune. Uh, Chew instigator, and it's like, holy cow! He was like, I was speaking to Trump in a big, big way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was intense, but nice picks, yeah. You, uh, I saw you post something on Facebook about me asking you to pick those tunes, mm-hmm. and what was the other song you you brought up? Well, I I posted uh, if we were vampires. Oh yeah, which is such an incredible song, and. Um, just the sentiment of that, just the uh, the feeling of that song is I, I I I don't think I've heard a better love song than that. Just that thought of like growing old together, growing old together, you know. Um, and it's kind of beautiful to watch uh, what those two human beings yeah. have. Him and Amanda, you yeah. kind of root for them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've only got to see them together once. The other two times I've seen Jason, she hasn't been on the road mm-hmm. with them. Uh, but it's brilliant seeing something like that. I've, uh, you know, the times I've seen Springsteen, I've only seen, I've only seen with Patty once. How about that? And to see Bruce and Patty sing "Brilliant Disguise" together is is something, because it's it's two people that sing at home all the time. Mm-hmm. They yeah. know each other's ins and outs. They right. know everything. So, uh, you know, you're hard, you're hard pressed to find a, a duet partner like that. Uh, but I've had. Friends and bands I've been with where we were good enough friends that we knew we could harmonize on anything. We could just give each other a look and we're going to go do something different. Um, But to watch the added level of that being a relationship. So Mm -hmm. the the video I posted, I think, was from when he was on Kimmel and it was Jimmy Kimmel and it was just it was just the two of them. Oh, wow. And man, by the end of it, they're just staring at each other and you're just like, holy crap, that's. That's some heavy stuff right there. That's special. Well, you yeah, picked, yeah, you picked a couple of good couple. I mean, because Chris yeah. Morgan and or Chris Stapleton and Morgan Stapleton always. Yeah, so yeah, that's a very, a very cool. Yeah, thing you, you can too. see that. Uh, if anybody needs any reference to that, they had that uh, tiny desk concert between the two of them, mm-hmm. and boy, they were just. I, I, and we saw them at the Wonder, and they just stared at each other like, "Yeah, I love you," and can you believe this is happening? Right, right, and you could feel that passion. You can you see know? that you watch yeah. that YouTube video of them with uh, Justin Timberlake, yeah, and they're like, "It, it is like look to their faces like." On stage with Justin Timberlake. Old JT over here. Look at that shit's going on. He's like right there, and we're just like singing. Yeah, you gonna play guitar solo? Yeah, cool. That's that's neat. Yeah, yeah, those guys. Yeah, Yeah. I love seeing that. Um, That version of uh, "You Are My Sunshine" that she sings on that. I guess what is it called? Family values. Family values. Southern family. Right over there. Yeah, Uh, you could just feel that dynamic. Mm -hmm. For all of you who can't see inside the room, yeah, so pointed at we pointed pile. at the stack of records. <laughs> the stack of records we'll play it after the show. Um, Sorry, listeners. <laughs> well, Matt, you want to uh, share a tune with our listeners? Um, sure. Um, what do you got cooking? Yeah, over? what are you, what are um, you strumming? Well, this is a this is a newer one. I think I've only played it at one show so far, but uh, 
just kind of a, you know, maybe along the same lines of True Instigator or some of those other songs that are on that Jason Isbell album that, you know, feelings of, you know, how the end of last year made you feel or how the end of 2016 made you feel. But mine was probably a lot more personal than that just just because, but uh, this, is, uh, this is what came out of it, so... Miles down the track 
fire of anger miles down the track Thank you. Matthew, great song. Thank you. Very nice. You just wrote that recently. Yeah, recently, yeah. Beautiful. Last man. six months or so. That is a keeper, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, I really like that. And uh, yeah, what what times like these, right? It's got to touch home to a lot of people. So, and then some other people. You mean the guys just aren't angry all the time? <laughs> oh, sorry. Like you. Oh, Mike. Oh, I know. <laughs> just Mike's a big, big, cuddly teddy bear. Mike's only angry on Facebook. <laughs> or at Facebook. In, in haiku mode. <laughs> I'll haiku the shit out of you, motherfucker. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Great song. Yeah, seriously. Bravo. Um, now, uh, let's see. You've got the week-long residency yep. at Al's Den, 7th through the 13th of 7th January. 7th through the 13th. Uh, it's going to be a, God, it's gonna be this, a great time. This coming Sunday, yeah, kick that thing off. Just right off. Mm, uh, don't you got another big event coming yeah, up after that? What's going on after um, that? Yeah, so February 16th, February 16th at Buffalo Gap, where it's, uh, it's Linda Lee's 40th Ramble. Uh, if you will, I like that's my uh, the ramble. It's my fortieth birthday. Oh, sorry, hit the microphone. You're okay. Okay, uh, it's my fortieth birthday, so I decided to celebrate that with doing a show uh, rather than any kind of other drunken debauchery. Oh, not, that's that, not that I'm going to be a choir boy that night or anything. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was kind of my idea. I was trying to think of things I wanted to do with my fortieth birthday coming up, and I was like, I want to just want to do a show. Yeah. Play a bunch of weird covers that I haven't ever gotten to play before, and maybe get some buddies to sit in on a bunch of the tunes. And so, game plan is for uh, a couple dudes in this room's band to play a set: the wonderful Barn Burners, um, our cover band, uh-huh. our uh, old to country play, to play hoot, some hoot-inspired cover yeah. band. <laughs> uh, and then, um, uh, one of my best friends on earth, uh, one of the most talented stand-up comics I've, I've ever met. Her name's Megan Flaherty. She's going to do a set. Um, oh, fun. Awesome. A little between. And then we will uh, we'll take the stage and play a bunch of tunes and see what happens. Nice. Probably do some <laughs> special surprise guest type of thingies. And yeah, we'll just have a good old time. So, Matt, I saw a picture of you last time you were at Buffalo Gap. It was around right around Chris, <laughs> right around Christmas last year. Or yeah, just the most past recent Christmas. Yes. What was with that suit? Oh wearing? my, uh, my ugly, my ugly Christmas sweater suit. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not just a sweater; it's a full. Suit. It's a full suit. Yeah. <laughs> Jacket, pants, and matching tie. Yes. That was that was pretty great. Uh, I, I I have that, and we we had a we had a Christmas party to go to me and my girlfriend and. Um, that was winding down, and she was like, your friends are playing a Buffalo Gap. We should go. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, should we stop by home? And I was like, she said, no. Yeah. <laughs> We're going yeah. in this. Yeah. <laughs> We're making the scene. I got Zach from Perugia to actually stop playing. He was laughing so hard. When I came up the stairs and around the corner there in the attic, he... All right, we're gonna need a photo to post. Yeah, the, I'll, I'll, the, get, I'll get I'll get one to you of the. You'll know what suit. I'm talking about when you see this yeah. suit. Oh my! I need more. I need a yeah. whole repertoire. Of yeah. Like, <laughs> like every holiday. You know, well, I need six more. 
and then I'll wear one every night starting this Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you got some work to do. I know, yeah. right? You got some shopping to do, pal. Yeah. You got five days. I, I got to pack. I got. I'm on theme out. I think I'm gonna theme out outfits for every night. I don't know oh, what wow. that's gonna mean yet. <laughs> I've, I've hired a, What's a, a Nebraska era Bruce look like. Can you Nebraska do that? era Bruce was right at the. Right at the cusp of like mm-hmm. wearing suits on stage, Bruce, to ripped T-shirt and jeans, born in the USA, Bruce. Rolled because up that was that album sleeves. came out between the River and Born in the USA. Oh. In fact, Born in the USA was originally gonna be on Nebraska. Oh, it, it was. It's it, there's. It's out there. Dropping knowledge. It, it's it, the version's out there. It's in a minor key. It's like uh, that. That mic isn't on. Uh, I wonder how we could turn that on. Uh, Jason Isbell actually, so they did a uh, they did a uh, Americana cover record of Born in the USA a couple years ago, which was the album that got me into Bruce like 110. Um, percent And Jason Isbell and Amanda Shires play the Nebraska version. Okay. So it's like Born down a dead man's town. First kick I took was when I hit the ground. Beat a black dog would be too much. And you spend half your life just to cover it up. Born in the USA. It's very simple like that, and that's pretty wow. much the whole song. But I mean, obviously, Isabel's version has has fiddle on it, and yeah, uh, I've I've heard like live recordings of of Bruce playing that. Um, I don't know why I decided to just drop all that knowledge on you. No, that was um, fun. Um, so yeah, um, so now, Nebraska, now you have to do that. And Nebraska was <laughs> very much, you know, that was that. He, I mean, he always had songs about the the working man and the plight of everyone, but when Nebraska is really the the bridge to where it's like, okay, every song's going to be about that now, <laughs> except for I'm on Fire, which is just the greatest love song. Maybe the second greatest love song now. <laughs> hey, you got another song for us, buddy? Certainly. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to test out another new one on you guys. Okay. No problems on this end. We do not mind. <laughs> love it. I. Uh, this is one of those where I had a couple lines flying around in my brain for a long time and then figured out what to do with them. Uh, So, uh, this is called Heart in Your Hands. One, two... I got nothing and you got nothing I got nothing and you got nothing I got nothing and you got nothing Let's smash them together, turn it into something And maybe it's gonna be alright You know where all my bodies are buried You know where all my bodies are buried you know where all the bodies are buried I guess that means we're gonna have to get married And maybe it's gonna be alright Can't you see 
I'll be the pot and you be the kettle. I'll be the pot and you be the kettle. I'll be the pot and you'll be the kettle. Never could imagine I'd have to settle, but maybe it's gonna be alright. Can't you see? This ain't where I wanna be. This sure don't feel like free. My heart is in your hand. Please don't tell our friends I'm leaving Please don't tell your family I'm leaving Don't tell anybody I'm leaving I'm too afraid they might try to get even But maybe it's gonna be alright Can't you see? This ain't where we wanna be Maybe it's time for us to get free Heart is in your hand. Oh, can't you see? This ain't where I wanna be. It's time for us to get free. My heart is in your hand. Thank you. Beauty. Thank Very you. nice, Clark. What'd you say? That's it's a nice Butte Clark. That's a Butte Clark. And we had Eric um, not only on the bear couch, but doing in his the bear, bear crawl <laughs> to get to the bear couch. To get to the bear couch. That's good radio. I didn't want to interrupt our uh, podcast photographer slash videographer, Anne Marie from Local Hero Media. Nice plug. Boom. Nicely done. Boom shakalaka. Yeah. Hashtag boom. <laughs> Hashtag thanks, Ann. Cool. Very good, Matthew. Cool Thank song, you. man. You're 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 tearing us up with some, some sweet new tunes. Yeah. Treating us very well. Appreciate that. Right if we talk about some local music. Let's talk about some local music. For just a split second. All right. All right. So uh it's the new year and there's still lots of shows y'all need to go see. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow night, the third, Bakerfield Rejects at the White Eagle. Mm. On the fifth, we got the Resoletrics at the Rock Creek Tavern. The sixth, Pete Krebs and his Portland Playboys at Secret Society. Oh. Talking to the microphone. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, one of our favorite podcast uh, guests, Miller and Sasser at the White Eagle on the ninth. Nice. Louis Longmire and the Left Coast Roasters at Rock Creek Tavern on the 13th. Another. <laughs> Past podcast guest, Silver Lake 66, with the new hot shit band in town, Daystar, Corkscrew Wine Bar. <laughs> Philly? Yeah. Come Phil, on, Philly. You want to yell at one? I, I'm doing something else. Oh, uh, uh, you guys are in charge. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, things not, not to miss. Daystar. January 15th, Willie T. Taylor, mm-hmm. Tommy Alexander, and Taylor Kingman at Mississippi Studios. 
I'm going to skip to the end of the month, and we're going to say the Banditos at the Duckford Lounge on the 28th. That is in the show not to be missed. You don't want to talk about the Love 20th with I want to talk about Cascadia, Rubella Graves, and, oh, the, and the Lonesomes at the Kenton Club. It's like a neighborhood show here. Yeah, yeah that totally is a ridiculous lineup. Yep. That'll be fun. Kenton Club, one of our favorite bars in town. That yeah, we, absolutely. That we can never remember leaving. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Truth. Get, I drive there a lot. Don't remember leaving there. Yeah, but. I don't remember how I got home. But uh, anyways, you guys, a, as usual, go see the local live music. We support it as all the time. Uh, lots of great shows. This is a great town to live in for music. I, I, I love that you have to make decisions on a Tuesday night about who to go see. Yeah. So it's it's a great place to be. It's crazy uh, how Tuesday nights in this town are just madcap. I mean, like Denver played. A couple of Tuesday nights ago, yeah. uh, just off the cuff, you know, it's like we can't plan shows more than two weeks in advance, so we might as well just do this one. Yeah, and that's Portland, you know, just incredible Tuesday night shows. Why is that? It's amazing Tuesday nights. We live in a great town. Mm. So Matt, now Matt, um, we're doing a Tuesday night, mm-hmm. and um, at Al's Den coming up here, Tuesday. and it's Paper Lion night, right? That'd be Paper Lion night. Cool. Now, Matt's Paper Lion record uh, really lit me up. I listen to it still to this day all the time. And uh, we got one to share from that. Great. Um, if we can. Um, Matt's, uh, tell us a little bit about your your uh, famous song about your ode to your studio apartment. Oh. <laughs> well, I, uh, you know, when I, when I made the decision that I didn't want to live in Spokane anymore and I moved... Down here, I lived in Vancouver with friends for the first year and a half, and then, um, funny enough, I I was moving. I wanted, I found this studio apartment. It was like a three hundred and fifty square foot studio apartment in a hundred year old building in Portland, uh, with a radiator for heat and a Murphy bed that rolled into a fake dresser in the wall. And I was like, "This is how I learn the city experience i live in this thing this is how we do it this is right that is the most hipster shit i've ever heard oh dude it was great (laughs) that is not hipster that is old school portland no but that's what the hipsters aspire to be aspire to get back to yeah yeah. but really it was it it was that i wanted to throw myself into that i had grown Mm. up in the suburbs i the reason i moved here in the first place is i was very kind of bored with where i lived and was ready for the big, the bigger city. Uh, so I'm gonna live downtown, and I found this spot. Um, and I was there for about four years, and it being a hundred years old, it started to fall apart, and I started to run out of room. And so it was time to find a larger space. And I was, I really, it was almost like a breakup leaving that apartment because of what it meant when I first moved in and then moving out. And so I wrote a little love song to the apartment. It sounds like it's a love song to someone, but it's really a love song to the apartment that I wrote within a few days of uh, of moving out. Um, so yeah, I <laughs> I do worry about this song in in light of some news stories at the tail end of 2017 because there was a line in there that was uh, bedroom and living room all rolled into one. Once I get you through the front door, the job's half done. I want everyone to know that line was written by a woman. Not me. Oh, <laughs> that line was suggested to me by a female friend. So, oh. 
and nice to hear and, you ran with it. And everything about this song was consensual, so. <laughs> Duly noted. There's times when I'm singing it on stage, especially after everything that happened at the tail end of last year, and I'm like, oh, about to say that line. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. I was All of a sudden, you're just like. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my song, Murphy Bed. All right, let's spin it here. It's Murphy Bed by Matthew Limerick.
driving like a bat out of hell in the dead of night. To wear a beer and a shot of tequila won't put up a fight. The boss is screaming, hey, Rosalita, won't you come out tonight? As I head to a place where I know everything's right I got old indiscretions coming from every direction Young bloods begging for public displays of aggression I got a lingering thoughts of my distant source of affection My eyes are wide for those practicing arts of deception Just rolling dice And she's looking to her left and her right I got someone back home And I'm thinking about her tonight And we're saying
And I'm spent. Oh. <laughs> that was off-air one-minute warning time. No. You were warned. You were warned. You did that on purpose. Sorry about that. Fun stuff, bud. It's crazy. That song was recorded 15 years ago. And yet it stands up like you did it yesterday. Aww. That song was called Pullman Washington. Pullman Washington. By the Matthew Lindley Mistake. Yes. That was what the band in Spokane was called. And you went to college in Pullman. I did. And our own Rich West Blatt wrote a a love song to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Or a goodbye to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, a middle finger a to Ann GFY. Arbor. A <laughs> GFY. <laughs> right. Um, so you guys have that in common. Well, there you go. How about that? Awesome. Rich and I have often talked about we need to make dueling lads weekend trips to Pullman and Ann Arbor for college football games. I want to go to the big house. Yeah, me I too. I'm not sure why, but... <laughs> I had told him I would even put on some maize and blue and fit in. Oh, wow. You go over to buy Bobby Fassman's place and pick yeah, something up? There you mm. go. Oh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was Mike Lee, not Eric Cotilla this time. <laughs> <laughs> this time. This time. Awesome. This time. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, Pullman. Um, I thought we had a producer who would mute my shit. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Nope. No edits for yeah. Mike. Yep. Well, None whatsoever. Yeah. If you're expecting... And if any of you French have returned to our show, he still hates you. Yes. Well, that was like episode six. I know. Or something like that. Yeah, they still haven't forgiven you. The French never forget. Five years later. When, when, when we asked Rich to do the show, I already knew that Rich does not come with a filter. Sure. <laughs> well, as long as we keep nuts in his mouth, he's not talking. <laughs> peanuts, people. Peanuts. No, make okay. salty nuts. Oh, okay. Peanuts, people. Matthew, could you do another tune for us, buddy? Uh, sure. I'm gonna. Well, hold on. <laughs> get Let's off. get him untangled first. I'm untangled or untangled. Yeah. <laughs> so, Matt, did we? Y- you were calling for Mike Leach's head last time. I I checked, and didn't he get a, like a seven-year extension? It's not that I'm calling for Mike Leach's head. I'm calling for the new president of the university's head, who the the university, my beloved alma mater, Washington State, is eleven point five million dollars in the hole. They are. We are now. It being January, three months away from the last ever theater production at Washington State University, mm. a department that was very a very big part of my life. I'm seeing my friends lose their jobs. That department costs two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. That's nothing. That's nothing. But they're going to cut that pay and this not coach. and pay a coach <clears throat> that can't win the rivalry game, zero and four, and pay a coach that wanted to leave and signed a deal at Tennessee, and the only reason he came back to Washington State. Yeah. That's the way the game's played now. It's, it's as, as Mike said off the air, it's all hill football. And yeah. the president that was the president of the university that passed away put academics and the fact that Washington State is a research university mm-hmm. very much ahead of the football team. Mm-hmm. And this is six months into the job for this president. Yeah. I'm not super impressed. Yeah, right. Um, Strange. We're arts. about a year into the job for our current president, and I'm not impressed yeah, either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 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 
None of us would be yeah. anybody without performing arts in school. You take perf- things like performing arts. Mm-hmm. It's like, who's the guy from Mythbusters? It was like, if you want test scores to be better, make sure there's shop and band in theater in school mm-hmm. so kids can learn how to goddamn do something. Other than take a test. Other than learn how to take a test. And it's kind of the same thing. You're going to destroy something that has so much history behind it. Um, and it's happening. It's it's a microcosm. It's happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm shocked to this day that such a liberal town like Portland has a shit ton of shitty schools, right? Mm-hmm. In that same sentence, you're just kind of like, how is everybody I talk to you on the same page, but then when you talk about the schools, they're all like under ranking. I have a lot of friends right? that are educators, and, and, they, and they don't get it either. They yeah. don't understand. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Well, we jump ship there. Oh, sorry. Wow. <laughs> Nicely done. I like it. It's a good rant. Struck a nerve. And it's yep. it's timely. Um, it is. Yeah. You see these coaches' salaries going through the ceiling, and then the, the student fees get sort of suddenly bumped up, and you wonder who's actually paying for that, right? right. You know, or nothing that's of value to their education. Um, ends up paying for some. Well, no, because they're cutting the programs that they're going there for. Yeah, yep. right. But you're getting paid more to uh, take mm-hmm. uh, math, and, you know, intro yeah. to math. That's or exactly what he's saying. Yeah. Well, Matthew, you got another tune? You can uh, sure. Share with us? Uh, what am I playing now? <laughs> <laughs> some so protest music. Yeah, right? something angry. Yeah. yeah. Um, Damn it. <laughs> on that note, I'm gonna play a disco song. Uh, so this is on uh, the late Bloomer record, and I'd never tried to write like a dancey number before, but I figured, why not? And uh, yeah, this is called Can't Stay Away.
song and that confirmed dance. white Philly's people can't w- dance white no. philly is the whitest guy in the room <laughs> oh are you boogieing <laughs> he was boogieing he was oh, yeah. he, he was white man overbite <laughs> see he can do it sitting down because he doesn't man even use dancing. his hips <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll be doing some more old man dancing down at al's den yes. next week yeah um, <laughs> let me know when you're playing that tune i want to be there yeah yeah oh yeah that'll be well, the, yeah, that'll be there in the, yeah, we'll do it during the other set. <laughs> there you I'm, go. I'm thinking it all out. Like, yeah, that's not on the album I'm playing first. But in the later set. In yeah. the later set. Yeah. We will, we will right do that Right after you that. guys, yeah. I may have to dress up in my white suit. Oh, <laughs> shit. I'll wear it. I'll wear it. Are we going to go suits that night? Tony Monero, baby. Suit night? I like it. Suit night, Tuesday night, suit night? All right, if you're coming on Tuesday night for Paper Lion Night, wear a suit. No. You wear your Christmas suit. I will. <laughs> Not no. I know it's post Christmas, but you wear it. Hopefully, Bill uh, Philly does not wear his birthday suit. Yeah, yeah. We'll have that covered up. Please, <laughs> please. Tuesday nights like one of the strategically only placed <laughs> yeah. leaves. Yeah. Right. Tuesday yeah. nights now. <laughs> Adam and Eve night. Matthew, thank you for being here, brother. Thank you. For uh, having always me. a pleasure having you. Uh, you're a good friend of the podcast and uh, just good general friend. Indeed. Oh. And uh, look, everybody go see this show. It's the 7th through the 14th, 13th. 7th through the 13th. Uh, different show. I'm excited about this, man. You're yeah. really changing Come it to up. a couple of them. Yeah, exactly. Because you're not going to get the same show every night. No. I love it. Plus all the different guests, which is a norm. But you're really flipping the script. I think it's going to be a lot of fun now. Yeah, I'm so, looking forward to it. So y'all get out and go see this. Uh, go out and see live music, of course, as always. Uh, thanks for the guests for coming. Thanks for people for bringing us some nice snacks. Yeah, Mary Queen of Snacks. Mary Queen of Snacks. Yeah. Thanks to Rich West Blatt for sitting in on the controls. Yeah. Anne Marie, local hero media, is uh, taking some photos. So you'll see that stuff up on the. Thank you to Mike Lee for bringing Caskmates IPA. Oh, that is very tasty, by the way. We want to thank uh, Secret Aardvark, 
Trading Company for their fantastic Absolutely. support and their unbelievable habanero sauce, as well as the other products. That yep. They Some fluff and gravy. We're going to send you home with a whole pile of their records oh. uh, for being a guest. Thank you. So they're still fine supporters of us. Uh, so, yeah, a uh, lot of great stuff is going to happen this year. We're, uh, we're trying to beef up our equipment, uh, make this sound better, uh, make us sound better. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, but uh, we're, we're... I we're, guess I have to quit talking then. We're, <laughs> we're really trying to make it a, a bigger, better year for the podcast. And uh, Matthew, we're so glad you were here to... Uh, to kick it off. To kick it off for us. So honored. really appreciate that. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank honored. you, man. Yeah. You going out with something, Philly? Well, yeah, Matt picked one more song that was a kind of a favorite from 2017. Yes. And it's from the War on Drugs record that came out this year. Have you been listening to that record? I have. Or? I, you know... When the when the record prior to this one came out a couple of years ago, everyone was going crazy about it. And I never dove in. I was maybe being a bit curmudgeonly about my musical you? taste. You, <laughs> right? You. Um, and it was a situation Us? where I started <laughs> I started a new day job, and every one of the office was talking about it. I'm like, fine, fine, I'll listen. In, I'm gonna put it in Spotify. So then, when I know when I'm shitting on it, I can I can I know that at least I gave it a shot. And I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> Uh, I feel like this record sounds like like 80s Springsteen or Petty, but with better instruments because there was just so much synthesized goofiness on those 80s records. And those 80s records are very important to me, especially this single uh, that I asked Phil to play very much has that uh, pop folk, okay. 80s pop folk feel. Right. Maybe Maybe some Bruce Coburn from that era as well. Right. Uh, they call that cocaine in the studio. I think. Oh, it's a cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that's what's going on. And they call it a war on drugs, do they? No, they okay. do. Yeah. I, I've, 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 you know, waged war on drugs before. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to do as many as I could. Yeah. Can wage war on a pipe. I'm a right conscientious objector of the war on drugs. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Hey, yo. All right. Well, thanks again, Matt. For Thank that. you, Matt. We're going to go out with this song. It's called Holding On by The War on Drugs. We'll uh, catch you next time around on That Much Further West podcast. Enjoy.
trying to turn me 